0: Prophets, religions, and books. Islam. 6. At one time, there were also those who asserted that the Islamic religion was hostile to knowledge and science. How could it ever be possible for Islam to stand against knowledge? Islam is knowledge itself. Many chapters of the Qur'an al-Karim enjoin seeking knowledge and praise men of knowledge. For example, the ninth verse of chapter Zuma' purports are those who know to be considered equal with those who do not know. Truly, men of understanding will take heed more. Our Prophets utterances Praising and encouraging knowledge are so plentiful and so well-known that even non-Muslims know of them. For example, while describing the virtues of knowledge, the books Ihya al uloom and Mauduat al uloom quote the Hadith al-Sharif. Go and get knowledge, even if it is in China. Which means, go and learn. EVEN IF KNOWLEDGE IS IN THE FARTHEST PLACE IN THE WORLD AND EVEN IF IT IS POSSESSED BY DISBELIEVERS ANOTHER hadith sharif DECLARES WORK AND LEARN FROM THE CRADLE TO THE GRAVE THAT IS, EVEN AN OLD MAN OF EIGHTY WHO HAS ONE FOOT IN THE GRAVE HAS TO WORK HIS LEARNING IS AN ACT OF WORSHIP Another Hadith sharif declares, Work for the next world as if you were to die tomorrow. And work for this world as if you were never going to die. And another Hadith As-Sharif, Little worship done with understanding is better than much worship done with ignorance. And yet another Hadith sharif states, Satan fears a servant. More than he does a thousand devoted worshippers who are uneducated. In Islam, a woman cannot go and perform supererogatory hajj or pilgrimage without her husband's permission, nor can she travel or visit others. But if her husband does not teach her Islam or allow her to study Islam, she may go and study it, without his permission. As it is seen, while it is sinful for her to go on Hajj without his permission, though it is a great act of worship, loved by Allah Ta'ala, it is not sinful for her to go out seeking knowledge, without his permission. Here is another Hadith sharif in which our Prophet commands us to learn, Islam is where knowledge is present. Disbelief is where knowledge is absent. First, every Muslim has to learn his religion and then the secular sciences. Nor can it be asserted that Islam is hostile to science. Science means observing creatures and events, studying them so as to understand and doing experiments to make the same. All these three are commanded by the Qur'an al-Kerim. It is fardic fire for Muslims to study science, art and to try to make the most up-to-date weapons. Something clearly commanded in the Qur'an al karim is called fard, plural faraid. When the command is to be done by every individual Muslim, it is termed fard ain. When only one person in a community of Muslims has to do it, it is termed Fard Kifaya. In other words, when one Muslim in an assembly, a community or a city of Muslims carries out the Fard Kifaya, the rest are absolved from that particular obligation. Our religion commands us to toil more than our enemies. One of our Prophets most vivid expressions commanding science is quoted in the 11th chapter of the first fascicle of Endless Bliss. Hence, Islam is a dynamic religion that commands science, experiments and positive developments. Europeans took many of the fundamentals of their scientific understanding from the Muslim world for example, Europeans thought that the earth was flat like a tray and was surrounded by a wall, while Muslims had realized the fact that it was a revolving globe. This is written in detail in the books Sharhul mawaqif and Marifatnam. They measured the length of the meridian on the Sinjar Desert, which is near Mosul, and their measurements tallies with today's findings. Nuruddin Batruji, who died in 581 or 1185, was a professor of astronomy at an Islamic university in Andalusia. His book, Al-Hayat, reflects today's astronomical information. When Galileo, Copernicus, and Newton studied Muslims' books and stated that the Earth was rotating, their statements were deemed heresy galileo as we have said above was subjected to a trial and was sentenced to imprisonment by christian priests the natural sciences were also studied and taught in the times islamic madrasas the andalusian madrasas guided the whole world in this respect the one who first explored that germs cause diseases was Ibn Sina, who was educated in a Muslim environment. Ibn Sina, Avicenna Hussein, passed away in Hamadan in 428 or 1037 AD. It was 900 years ago when he said, "It is a very little worm that makes every disease." It is a pity we do not have an apparatus to see them. One of the great Islamic doctors, Abu Bakr Razi rahimahullahu ta'ala, who lived between 854 and 952, was the first to distinguish between scarlatina, measles and smallpox, which were thought to be the same disease during that time. The books of such Islamic scholars were taught in all the universities of the world throughout the Middle Ages. While the mentally handicapped were being burned alive because they were possessed by Satan in the Western world, hospitals had been constructed in the Eastern world for the medical treatment of such patients. Today, everyone with an objective mind admits the facts written above the fact that knowledge and science was first founded by muslims this too is also confirmed by many western scholars however some enemies of islam who infiltrated into muslim countries masqueraded as muslims somehow drew muslim audiences and began to foist their heresies on muslims They told uneducated people about their new scientific findings and facilities and about the new weapons they produced. Then they deceived the ignorant, saying, These are non-Muslim findings. Those who use them will become non-Muslims. They caused the Muslims to forget Allah's command, Learn everything. The efforts of these people was one of the main reasons for the decline of the East. The Western world became superior with its new weapons and technology. On the one hand, these insidious enemies of the Islamic religion deceived Muslims in this way. And, on the other hand, they said, Muslims do not like science. They do not want constructive knowledge. Islam is fanaticism and it means going backwards. They tried to alienate Muslim youngsters from their Islamic heritage and destroy the future of Islam.